0: Go! Woo! Yeah! Come on! You're peaking. Get pumped! Did you like last week's episode, John? Without you, do you know? I was I was thinking it was going to be entertaining, but it was rubbish. Fair enough. It was really boring. We, we've had no feedback on it, so people must be well, interested. Really no, but I'm a little bit disappointed there haven't been people going. it's rubbish without John like there were it's rubbish without Nick they wrongly said before they incorrectly said although I did we did get uh, one email suggesting that I should now do an episode with just Laura because she was great when she was on it before Uh, to to which email address did they send that email to rumdoings at (laughs) podcast.com Did they? Well, yes. there, well no wonder we didn't get it. <laughs> it's a podcast at rumdoings.com. Podcast at rumdoings.com. And is if there, there actually more we own podcast.com, would Is there a less convenient, more proprietary way of sending a message that restricts you artificially in the number of characters you can use? Yes, absolutely. You can send it through Twitter. Using what sort of identification nomenclature? At rumdoings. And when you say at, it's not the letter A and the letter T. It is the strudel. Yes. What's the topic today in episode 110 of Rum Doings podcast? <laughs> the topic is if Jesus loves us, why do bad things happen? It's starting to rain now, which is extraordinary, because it, the day began in a lovely blueness, and one since, thinks that it will always be like that for the rest of eternity. And then bang! Since the front page of the Metro. We're actually in the South that we're in the same room the same echoey chamber mm. together it's for sweet. the first time in ages. Sorry about the echoes. You mm. might actually want Skype back. Yes a Although my Skype recording Was very stupid It was I hated it It was weird Because that was the exact setup I'd, I'd used you, When I was being interviewed By On The Media And they said it was Broadcast quality You must not stick your so head Into the wrong. bulimic toilet While you're doing Recordings with me in the future uh, It's really sad And I don't think You should abuse my toilet For its, <laughs> its sickness yeah. It's all it does is rain now, Nick. This is it. This is the weather we have for the rest yeah, of the day. I know well, it, that has been a topic because it's a cliché thing to talk about, but it is depressing. It's become, it's reached the point of, of fast now. Yeah, now now actually I am beginning to become angry with Jesus. Last, despite what we last, said last Saturday was the first day in June, I think, and it hasn't heavily mm-hmm. rained. And it was actually a really lovely no, Sunday. No, last Saturday was brilliant. It uh, was Dan Marshall As, was, wedding, as was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Then I came back. Oh, I see, because you were in a sunny country. I was in a sunny country, and I genuinely... As I think when I'm in sunny countries, I think, in these days where we have the internet, why do we need to live in a rainy place? Why can't we just live in a sunny place and have the internet? Because <laughs> our lives are basically the internet and where we are, so why can't we just be in a sunny place? As long as I've got my PC with me. Yeah. I need a plug socket and an, and an Ethernet yeah. cable, and I'm, I can go to So why can't we be in a nice sunny place with the internet? What's wrong with it? Well, the thing is, I like... Mediocre weather. Mm. Sunny weather isn't really for me. I disagree with you. Well, I no, saw so, like it's a nice day, twenty-two degrees Celsius, the sun shining. Okay, we'll just find a, that? Just a couple of fluffy clouds in the sky. Well, find find out which country has that most of the time and move there. Do you know the place that's Madeira. most? If you want to, if you needed to move to America, but you were absolutely fixated on having a British climate, Seattle is identical. Yes. it 's identical down to having two um, with two microphones. What? You were, you were speaking to your... It's lecturer. the microphone that collects sound from the whole room. Well, it shouldn't. Um, in Seattle, they're right down to having two weeks of the year, which are far too hot and everyone can't cope, and there's no air conditioning because it's only for two, weeks of the <laughs> yes. hot for two weeks of the year. And maybe it snows, maybe it doesn't, but if it does, it does it in two weeks and then it's done. Seattle is just exactly Britain's weather. Yeah. Have you ever had a colonoscopy or a gastroscopy? Uh, no, I have had neither. I had one of those this week. Well, Did you both have both at the same time? Yeah. Did they feed a tube all the way down your throat, and out your bum and then go, ee-oo, ee-oo, ee <laughs> No, but at times it felt like they were doing that. Uh-huh. Yes, um, because after I had my vocal nodule, they wanted to see w- whether I was producing excess acid. Um, and so they decided to look both ends just to see what, mm-hmm. would, what would cause this. And after a large number of delays of equipment and so on, I finally um, got it. Because uh, let's be honest, I wasn't exactly an urgent case. So I wasn't complaining. Mm-hmm. Plus, let's be honest, when you know that a I doctor's going it. to be <laughs> sticking... Well, let's be honest, when the, when, the, when a doctor's going to be sticking something up up your backside and down your throat, you are quite happy when you hear there's a delay. <laughs> there's a threat? I have to wait? Oh, oh, no. I actually said to them, I said, you know, please beep, feel free to put people <laughs> in front of me in the queue. Um, but sadly, this was the end of the queue. And the preparation is three days before, you, you're you not allowed to eat anything that has any fiber in it whatsoever okay. for, for for three days before. On the second day, you're not allowed to eat any uh, solids at all. Wow. And on the third day, you're pretty much not allowed to eat anything. You, you have to be jolly hungry. Drink clear liquids. There is something else that you have to do on the third day. You you take, in the morning and in the evening, one sachet each of a sachet of a of a powder which you mix with water mm-hmm. and it's an industrial strength laxative. I was going to say do they clean your pipes before you get going? And my oh goodness, boy my goodness um yes <laughs> and the Aww. thing about it is I don't mind unlike you I don't actually mind it, having diarrhoea I you violently accuse me of that but however I have my uh, bowels are such that I have a about about once a week mm. I'm perfectly used to it and don't have any. well an that issue. probably means you've got if, colon cancer when I had no sadly it just means I probably have what any of the made up illnesses they mm. put under the umbrella type of IBS but um, when what I was, had recently was something quite different. This was quite yeah. special. No, but it, I don't mind. Diarrhea. Ten, ten times a day. No, but I didn't mind. I don't. So again, we have our little tablets and things. We can sit on the loo and continue twittering whilst it gushes out. Yeah, but it, it gets to the point where the first two, three, or four times, yes, the, it's, just, it's quite fun. It's like being on a roller coaster. But first then, thing. then the pain. No, and it's just the pain. where I was genuinely sobbing on the toilet. No, the I, I'll tell you. The, the pain so. I had was not from the diarrhea being pushed out itself the pain was the Johnny Cash's ring of fire that's, that's exactly what I'm yes. talking about and that became so bad that I was genuinely sorry I, I, so unlike you though I have, a, I have a, a, a toddler right and therefore I have unguents for nappy rash and so forth and nice. pseudocreme was a miracle worker on this really creme was like Jesus in suspension <laughs> I just rubbed it there and within within minutes it felt better and when I woke up the next day it was fine Amazing pseudo for people who have to go through this. Well, Laura got me anusol, which I like because it's got anus right in the title. I bet you it wasn't as good as pseudo. I don't know. I I have to conduct some scientific experiments. So anyway, then we went and went to the day hospital, and they said that they were going to give me effectively the equivalent of Rohypnol injected up my. Uh, <laughs> Is that to convince you to have the tube up still? my hand. Well, apparently they no, they do because they say you, you, If we give you enough, you won't remember any of this. But I, so I don't like the sound of that. It I sounds think- creepy. Yeah, I don't like the sound of having amnesia-induced. And they sort of said, the doctor will speak to you afterwards, but chances are you won't remember any of it. So I said, can you keep the sedative down to the lowest amount possible, please? Mm-hmm. So first they stick the tube down, down down your throat. This is the worst bit, is when, of course, it's hitting the back of your throat and you have the gag reflex. It's a tube about maybe three quarters of an inch wide that they stuffed down. What? It was wider than I thought it Ooh. would be. And... And, of course, there's a gag there, but then you constantly mm. feel like you're choking to death. So I now yes. know what it feels like to be waterboarding. It's, it's that dry, heavy feeling. Go, ooh, ooh, and that wasn't pleasant, and all ooh. the tears come down. And they have a look, a nice look at the camera, huh? and the camera up the body. No, so I was going to ask which is worse, and I was going to guess that the top down was worse than bottom up. I thought it would be. Yeah? I agreed with you. And the thing is, initially, I well, this, is, this is nothing, at least I'm not retching. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when they first... Uh, let's not well, be... No, let's be disgusted. Let, 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 let's, just, let's just talk about the actual reality of it. And they, they stick the camera up your backside, mm-hmm. and initially it's not... Like a Nikon. Yeah, it's it's not that much of Well, no, It's a a 70 mm iMax camera. And it's glorious. To be honest, to be honest for well, the first the first half a foot or so is not that much of a, a, an issue. It's it's a little bit uncomfortable and mm-hmm. you know it feels a bit weird, but no more than that. Especially if you've got a bit of sedation. Yes. Um, the problem is when it has to go around the corner. Oh, Really? And then around the corner again and snakes mm-hmm. of course, you know. Um, you have about 32, but, 32 feet of it and, and they certainly want to see about 5 or 6 feet of it oh they're not going all the way to the stomach then. I guess uh, that's easier top down yeah, yeah okay so the <laughs> that would be an enormous the, long camera the problem is that when they go around the corner it pushes your colon and that itself doesn't hurt but what does hurt is that there are these ligaments and membranes that are holding your colon in place like a, like a net in suspension okay and when those are twisted or tweaked or stretched uh, that feels like you're having your testicles kicked. Ooh. Or apparently like uh like labor pain basically. Gosh. So at that point that was very 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 unpleasant so at that mm-hmm. point it, it just ticked over. So if they hadn't done if you hadn't done that it would have been fine. So you, did, I, did you did you at any point wish you had wrapped up the sedatives? Yes, but I but I but uh, I then had to be um stiff up a lip about it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need any more and I uh, pushed the thing is, you push your hand on your stomach to kind of hold your guts in place. apparently, Ooh. and that's better. So the nurse pushed down on my stomach. And then it was I had to push down and I could feel the camera like oh, like an alien. Ow. I could actually see it going. Oh, that's brilliant. And it, and there's a telly screen, you can see You wouldn't see it. it on my belly, would you? No, oh, you know, probably not. But there's a mm-hmm. telly screen and you can see inside you on the tele that screen. That sounds great. And it did look like that old microcosm, the video game, where you're flying through these this kind of tunnel going round a corner and then back again with it. <laughs> And so, so, my, so my, my body's fine. Good. You'll be happy to know. But they found out that uh, on the top bit, between my throat and my gut or something like that, I'm not sure mm-hmm. where it is. I've got a hiatal hernia, apparently. Now, which what does hiatal mean? I'm not sure. It's between the two. Something, nice. well, whatever it is, it will. It can allow acid back into the throat or something. So acid reflux. Well, no, but it's actually a hole in the membrane. So it can it actually allows it back through when it shouldn't or something, which could be what actually so very serious. Yes, yeah, so it's when I when I went to sleep when I was possibly what was happening the reason I got my lodger was when I was going to sleep at night it would pull up a bit on the vocal cords. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this could be connected to yeah. Well, it's what they were it's what they were looking for. So right. at least they found something, you know. Yes, uh, usually when you have. Uh, uh, any diagnostic routine oh well it was unconclusive at least there was some sort of conclusion oh look it's sunny again and raining and sunny and cloudy where's the the rainbow Mm. so they found that and it basically means I mustn't eat things that make me too acidy otherwise I'll get the cancer I guess at the throat Mm. It's too much acid so you you know that butterflies can see way more colours in the rainbow than we can yes because they can perceive ultraviolet and that's Mm -hmm. why flowers to them or to give them their proper term fowlers Yes, look look very uh, intense to a butterfly in a way that we would never understand. And bees. And did you watch Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. Do you remember Dean Stockwell's rant at the end about his eyeballs not being programmed to see? No, not at all. No. Oh, Oh, well, you should. Because that was a great rant about how his eyes, you know, there's all this spectrum of light that they can't see and how ridiculous that is. Well, if you could see the full spectrum, you would just see noise. Because imagine if you saw everything from... The deepest infrared to gamma rays, mm-hmm. and then you just see a complete mess because there will be very little differentiated. So, just as well, we are of a good selection that Jesus has given us. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So, if Jesus loves us. Why can't we see ultraviolet? Well, we can. We've got special we can. cameras that yes. let us do that. Not, banana, not my eye camera. No, that's true. Yeah. Do you know that eyes do take photos when you look, so when you look at a clock? And you see the second hand stay still for too long. Well it's your brain, not your eye. Well yes, it's your brain obviously it's your brain, but it takes a photograph when you first look before it starts before it presses play. So it presses pause as you look at the. Second well hand. you can see that when you when you um, when you turn your head very quickly, mm-hmm. you can get that effect as well. Yeah. Because you don't just see a blur moving elegantly, you see a kind it of, kind of jerks from one frame to the next. And a clock is... And then it jerks, wait, 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 jerks. A clock is good for that, so because you can just swing your head toward the clock and you'll see that second hand just occasionally Stays just there too long. linger for too long and it's because your brain just takes a photo or presses pause on, on vision um, while it regathers all the information it needs and then, then it presses play again so you get that little delay of the yes. still image it's not fantastic well you're, what you're seeing is always a bit delayed actually yes but microseconds what you're perceiving is no it's, 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 it's an odd, there's an odd uh, amount of delay apparently how much does it upset you that it does uh, it's been demonstrated that our brains prepare to move muscles before we choose to move them. That begs the question, what choices? So, no. Well, it does, so but does that not upset you that it, No action is begged? No, not at all. Just because we are all a federation. Right. And just because bits of that federation realise that the decision has been made before other bits of their federation. Before the before the conscience. That's what bothers consciousness. me. Consciousness. Consciousness. Sorry, not conscious. The conscience. and so my conscience doesn't know I've made decisions until no, all the time. No, so. the, the, the consciousness is, is a kind of a chairman saying, OK, I understand we've all made the decision, let's go. on I want you know. be the consciousness to be making the decisions. The consciousness is helping to make the decision, but it's part of the decision making process. It's, you know, it's not an autocrat. And I believe that the consciousness. Can overrule that decision if it decides. Well, that's Professor enough. that's what it's there Professor Ramachandran's experiment was to tell people to raise their arm. They had they were given a minute, and during which they were to lift a finger, raise an arm, or something, and they had to do it any time during the minute, mm-hmm. um, but whenever they cho- chose to, mm-hmm. and they would monitor, they monitored the brain activity, mm-hmm. uh, functional MRI, I assume, mm-hmm. um, and the bit of the brain that moves the finger or the arm. Mm-hmm. Lit up before the bit of the brain that decided now is the time. I Hold guess, on, and I, I, I don't accept that because the the bit of the brain lit up before the brain that decided. You're begging the question on decision again. Right. It might be the clearly a decision was made. Yes. That was fairly arbitrary mm-hmm. on whatever criteria. And but it's just the, because a bit of the brain lit up afterwards that kind of gave a full story of that decision is irrelevant but it's the bit that makes you aware that you've made that, that you are the thing it's the bit that you think is you making the decision are, are you unhappy that your heart's beating without deciding? no I'm delighted about that so what's your problem because when I choose to do a thing I want to be fully <laughs> behind it because it does ask questions about free will and so forth yeah, they're, they're, I don't think they're particularly interesting questions I do well, I don't you're wrong you don't, you're not interested in free will free will chases its tail too often but that doesn't make it uninteresting i think it is i think we've talked enough about free will as a as a species <laughs> do you? Yeah, i think there's little more to be said about it no there isn't that's ridiculous there is complete free will and there's no such thing as free will okay so you but that's an interesting discussion point beginning not because national. you because it depends what you define it as so it's you know nerson clearly yes. there's free will but clearly there's not <laughs> But that isn't the end of a conversation. I think that's the, beginning. the end. No, I think actually that is the end. As Wittgenstein said, you know, the, that of which you cannot speak thereof, you should be silent. I think i agree. <laughs> I think that's a ridiculous thing to say. No, he was right. Are you arguing with Wittgenstein? I'm arguing that you should be allowed to ask questions about that which you cannot uh, speak. I don't think so. I think should just <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> so education, how does that work now? Oh, education's fine. You can learn about blocks and how salt dissolves but, you know, let's, let's not pretend will ever be. Let's, not, let's not pretend that a, a little scientist can tell us anything interesting about free will because he can't but we can have an interesting conversation well, have to why be. would we want to have an interesting conversation oh, a it's a podcast it's a fair point it is a fair point. So, what tell you've been watching recently? <laughs> do you know, for the very first time in a very long time. 82 years. I decided at 82 years, I decided to punish Laura yesterday for something I couldn't. I can't remember what it was. I couldn't remember at the time what I was punishing. Uh, and you and and you dropped your whip behind the sofas. You had to do something else. It was uh, Wednesday, in fact. I mm. made her watch Come Time with Me because it was on. We right. sat down in front of the TV. Normally, when we do that is, I wire it up to my PC mm. and we watch something I I have on my PC. But, um. Completely legally. Legally, of course. Well, I have Netflix on there as well, so we can watch Netflix mm. shows and, and so forth. Well, one of the two that Netflix has. No, no, I've got a thing that lets me watch US Netflix. So oh, it's got the one like of five, seven, five or six things to Yeah. yeah. Um, we've talked about that before. Anyway, um. Yeah, so we watched. <laughs> and We watched Come Dine With Me, and I wouldn't change channel no matter how much begged. <laughs> so that's Are not... you please! <laughs> Make oh, you change. change. It's too much for me, you can't cope. What was the moment of final acquiescence to the terror of it? Oh, there wasn't one. People arrived. Oh, she had to leave. That was that. She left. She had to go out for a thing. Who had to leave for a thing? No, I had to leave for a what, thing. What, but what on the telly was the moment of just where she really started begging? Was there Oh, one? no, just from the very start. The whole concept of watching Come down with the outsider. I find it morbidly interesting. You enjoyed it, though. I, have a, I, I, it, I don't enjoy it because it's watching four or five of the worst people you've ever encountered. Being yeah. dreadful to each other. But yes. there's something, it, it, flare, it fires off the same bottom of my brain that is uh, designed to respond to watching stupid people fail on quiz shows. Hmm. Which is something I, great, I, I have a, an enormous amount of chardon fraud from I <sighs> know, I don't like watching that, it makes me very uncomfortable. It makes I, I, me No, they, make, they, make, they make me feel sick. Really, I mm. just love watching people not get what they don't deserve. No, they make me sick. Oh. When they get things wrong that they shouldn't get wrong, I want to kill them. Really? Mm. But no, I. I but they, they need to be culled. But they fail to be rewarded for their their uselessness, and that's that's. It's just Schadenfreude, and it's perfect for that. Freude, 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 as in Sigmund, Sigmund Schadenfreude. Yes. Um, yeah th- There's a great deal Of pleasure Especially my absolute favourite Have you talked about Eggheads before On the podcast It's been mentioned But I've, I've never watched it it's... Even though you told me to oh, You really shouldn't It's awful But I- I'm sorry about the echo uh, me too. I'm actually finally just out. I hope the recording is better than just what well, my ears are hearing. Yeah, uh, you sound terrible just in, in, in the ear space. It's your fault for having been in this office. For how long have you been in this office now? Two years? Without baffling right? And year. you still haven't hung curtains. It's no. totally your fault. Or, or, or studio baffling. It's a really ugly, bald, bold, also a bald B-A-L-D room. Mm. Um, even it has got a big picture. Is that New York? i can recognise it Racist. Now. Because I can't recognise a US city. Yeah, it looks like the Empire State Building. Anyway, you were Where saying are the about two towers. Um, your friends got rid of them. Your My friends? friends. Your 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 friends and your religious federation. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, eggheads. So you have. I don't know who's presenting it now. It used to be Jeremy. Sometimes it's Jeremy Vine and sometimes it's that most awful. Well, both of them are awful human beings. Jeremy Vine is obviously clearly a nasty Daily Mail creature. Mm. Um, and Dermot Murnahan, who is, oh, <laughs> who is an, just a, a reactionary prick. Mm. That's my term oh, for him. That's naughty. I know. Like it when you put t- a pin in your thumb, Nick. Mm. Um, he's a cock, like mm. a male chicken. Yes. He's a dick, like a penis. Yes. Um, yeah, and I do those two presents. It. And you have five of the best people at quiz shows in the country. As in, they've been won, people have won millionaire and, um, oh, I don't know, whatever the big prize tough quiz shows are, and they're like, they call themselves quizzes. And then you have five of the stupidest people who've ever lived, and they see who can win as a quiz. What a brilliant concept for a TV show! Yeah. Hmm, I wonder if the Eggheads will win this week, or this day, as it's on every day. And approve that book learning. Gets you quite far. Exactly. And so, it, I, I, I went through a phase of just obsessively watching this as I fell asleep every night. I would watch that day's episode of Eggheads. Right. And it was... Um, this is obviously pre-marriage. Um, so how do you fall asleep now? Podcasts in my headphones. Which one? Uh, mostly my boom-bam. Blech. Um so yes and, 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 and it was great I think they got to something like 70 episodes in a row where the contestants didn't win <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's but they, surely to, they surely had to load it like bring some eggheads and then some footballers and then only ask football questions no they, you know. they seem to not because it got to 60-70 episodes and, and they a £1,000 onto the prize every day that it's not won so obviously it got yeah. to quite an impressive prize by the end uh, Yes, but it's great, and the people on are really, really dumb, and people only tend to win if if the eggheads get unlucky and get questions they're no good at. Hmm, and do they? Yeah, sometimes. But I haven't watched it for a very long time, I just went through it in the face. But I love the concept of just... And it's just great for watching intelligent people defeat stupid people in a quiz about intelligence. That's a very (laughs) satisfying thing to watch happen. Maybe that would work, yes. But Hmm. I just find that... Sometimes I find the mere spectacle of stupidity is is upsetting. When I have see you seen what the, seen the million is. pound drop, Davina McCall's? We used to show. we used to help to manage the the application that ran behind. Oh us. So yes. Why we, do you not anymore? Um, it's, well, the the peep, the boring answer is that are the partners who developed the application. Um, it's now been done by somebody else. Oh, okay. So there you are. Um, I, hope I got this know. coffee from my um, a yes. sacred place. It's absolutely disgusting. It's delicious. So we, it's delicious. So we were forced to watch a million pound drop on a rota. Oh, because really? we were supporting it. <laughs> of yes. course, because it's all live, isn't it? Yes. yes. So, so I've only seen it one. I think I've seen one and a half episodes. Yeah, but that's very satisfying too. Because i People are that. stupid, no. and then you see their money fall no, away. But that's what I isn't found that great? I, No, because I actually did. That's what I was using as the example in my mind about what. We're oh, doing. Okay. When I see people. Act so stupidly, it upsets me. Especially when you think you could make an educated guess there more intelligently than you are. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Really annoyed. But you get to watch them be punished for that. Mm. As their money falls down a hole. And they never see it again. It's a great TV show. I I, I would argue... I would point out also that I would fail instantly if I tried to go on that show. Because it's questions like... One of the questions was, who... One on you. The Voice this evening and Really? Surely those contestants are stuck in a green room How are they supposed to know what happened on The Voice But yes apparently they're supposed to watch mm. other equally dismal TV programmes To be able to participate And, and, and it's questions about footballers mm. and, and yeah. pop songs And other things I just went up the faintest well, clue What was about. the last pop song you I'm absolutely delighted by And that everyone else in the whole world is By uh, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen that's my favourite pop song at the moment Martin's favourite pop song was the Eurovision winner by Laura oh, it's not a pop song it was 90s he says you're very homophobic yes I'm homophobic because I don't like a song that the gays like yes is that how it works I'm not allowed to yes so you're like I... the Archbishop of Canterbury if I don't like an entire genre of music that means I'm homophobic I think the isn't the reason I'm homophobic because I think all the gays should be put in a pit and burned. no that's reasonable but oh. not liking their, their, their bubblegum is annoying <laughs> Oh, let's not talk about the Anglican Church. Well, no, I'll tell you, again, you talked about what makes me feel queasy. Uh Uh-huh. Stupid people doing stupid things make me feel queasy because I feel that they're letting down the species. (laughs) Right, okay. And that's the feeling I get when I see the Anglican Church. I don't really care that they're bigots or whatever. Whatever's motivating them, I kind of I almost don't care because that's fine. You know, there are enough people who just kick them in their backside and that's it. But what offends me is how self-defeating they are. <laughs> it's like watching themselves kick themselves in the face constantly and then wonder why they've got a bloody nose again and again and again and again. And it's so frustrating. Uh, uh, it's, what's more confusing is just how many bishops are gay. Some of you are in an out. Mm. Um, very many bishops are gay. Um, it seems to be becoming far more acceptable and accepted by the uh, Anglican Church itself. And then they just came out and... Well, as well, that's a very as pre- was pointed out. They didn't put this to the synod. There was no. They just declared that the Anglican Church was against homosexual marriage without even consulting the Anglican I don't, Church. No, no. Remember, so. let's let's be very precise. The Anglican Church is against homosexual civil marriage. Yes, indeed. We because, need to make that very clear. But their reasoning, their nasty, we easily reasoning is that because they think that. Even though the government is, pre- is preventing it from taking place in churches, they think the European courts will overrule that. And funnily enough. God forbid that. No, no no, but fun, but no, no, but funnily enough, the government, that will be attacked in a way that they might or might not be predicting. It's not going to be on sexual equality laws that that would be appealed. Right What it would be is the government is effectively saying you can have a civil marriage between gays if you want to. Mm-hmm. But the government is also saying no religious institution is allowed I know that that to, to marry uh, homosexuals now what if you you're are very part very of very a shouted what if the you're the part of a church or some other sect <laughs> whose whose beliefs include marrying men well, we talk, yes. then <laughs> that the, then what, what 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 the state is effectively saying to a religion you must not do this even though there is That's no harm yeah. and that will be attacked in the European Court of Human Rights, not under gay legislation, but under freedom of religion. religion. And I can't see why that wouldn't win, because the government is effectively saying to a religion, you may not do X, and without Mm. giving any proof of the harm of X. So it's not like saying to Catholics, you may not bugger choir boys. It's saying, you may not allow two consenting adults to do something that causes no particular societal harm. What's the harm of buggering choir boys? Well, I know there's some contention that, well... You know. Political correctness gone mad. Yeah, exactly. So that's the I think, and the, apparently the Quakers are going to possibly be the ones who are going to take it. Oh, up. that's interesting. So the Quakers may take it. Oh, as so a, it's Christianity. As Christianity. As it was within Christianity then. So that's the Quakers, the Quakers may may yeah. attack it under freedom of religion. Good. Unless, of course, your prime minister has removed us from the uh, Human Rights Act by then. <laughs> Did you watch him tell Porky Pies? I did. He forgot so many things. He did. I had such a short memory. I think he might be getting early onset Alzheimer's because he also he forgot his child in a pub then he forgot that he met <laughs> his best friend a thousand times in a year and all these things I, I feel worried for him. It was fun watching all these people tweeting going oh I David Cameron seems to have forgotten that I was there and I remember his meeting that person. Yeah I did. And, yeah. and then Nick Robinson tweeted oh David Cameron seems to have Yeah how many times did you meet with him you Tory asshole? Yes. Nick Robinson former President of the Oxford, Univer- Oxford University Tory Society, <laughs> so um, tweeting out, tweeting his disgust that David Cameron's met with lots of, pe- lots of um, like media people in the secret. I replied to him saying, oh, "How many times have you met?" him? he didn't have time to reply to that. No. In fact, at one point he tweeted of his own volition, um, according to the screens in the court, I've met with him twice for this and twice for that. But I don't think not come up on the screens in the. Court is particularly relevant. How many times have you met him in private? And oh, how is he allowed to be the BBC's chief political correspondent <laughs> when he's a former president of bloody Tories? I society? mean, I, I also—it's extraordinary that the prime minister can just sort of shrugish on. Oh well, you know. <sighs> well, hold on. She's texted you saying, effectively, we're bum chums. Yes. And we're in it together. And you're going to allow my boss to do whatever he wants. And he's just, it would be ludicrous to think there was a nod and a wing. Yeah, it would be. Loose. It was more than a lot in a week. It was explicit and written. So we've reached a farcical point, haven't we? Where um, it's, nothing can happen. That it, we'll, yes, it's very obvious that um, oh, I've forgotten his name, Jeremy Hunt, is guilty. I think he's criminally yes. Uh, liable. Before, yes, uh, because he he breached so many. Um, Statutory regulations about how he should act When he was in his quasi-judicial uh, Capacity and then he lied under oath So he should be in prison he could, he, he could walk in, Jeremy Hunt could have Walked into the Leveson inquiry carrying the severed head Of the prostitute he just murdered yes. um, and, and eaten it <laughs> And, it's just and tucked, then said there's no evidence but the evidence has gone Tucked into it throughout the inquiry <laughs> yes. on film And yeah. David Cameron at the end of the day would have said There's I, no I, reason for an inquiry No and then Mr. Hug would have forgotten. he says, uh, I, I f- forgot that i have eaten a horse head. <laughs> it's a bit frustrating. <gasps> it's, just a bit, it's bewildering, isn't it? You just you just realise how um, impotent we are in this situation. This, this laughable notion of democracy we pretend we have. As we're watching the, our once uh, every five years elected. But, but the... it's okay just openly lying and flaunting yes. law in front of us and we just have to sit there going oh well <laughs> <God>. <laughs> nothing but, we can do but I it, know but let's wait till 2014 when we can next vote someone else but in. it's okay because he's going to bring in the laws that stop the pedos and the mm. terrorists on the internet uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember what Theresa May said I, oh, don't you can even say her name if you, if you don't like this you're a pedo or a terrorist she actually basically said that <laughs> Theresa May. Do you remember how evil she was the last time around? And it's just like, it's this weird, recurring nightmare. But she was the one who said that they must make sure that the Tory is no longer considered the nasty party. That's right. Obviously, that's now out the window. It's just, it's horrible. I I know we've said this before, but it's just, it's like this weird, evil version of deja vu when you look at the front bench. And you just go, what? (laughs) When we got rid of you 150 years ago, how are you all back? Hello, we why, why is that Mr Clark now sat there, Sweating away on the front bench again <laughs> Oh, dear. it's so weird It's just a shame that I think Michael Heseltine and Michael Portillo Should be on the front bench as well They don't just be perfect yeah, Michael Portillo is making more money By doing Radio 4 programmes, I think And yes. doing his, uh, his um, sexual tension with Diane Abbott show as well Yes. Usually, will they? Will they? The speed of the week's like a, the best will they won't they of all time. No. Will no. they just get down and dirty on the couch this week? Yes. Well, Andrew Neil furiously masturbates into his wig. <laughs> I follow Andrew Neil on the Twitters. I notice that. He does seem to be doing rather well, doesn't he? For some that Private I can't help point out, this, rather, this sudden... Um, Display of of uh, liberal excitement from Andrew Neil, somewhat contradictory to his time at the Times. and also he, he's he's very anti um, Rupert Murdoch. Yes, he's he's pretty, well. Actually, when I spoke to Rupert, he said something completely different. It's odd that he should be saying this now and that kind of thing. It's, it's fun that he's doing it, but it's yeah. a touch hypocritical. Well, no, he's just he's settling old scores, isn't he? Yes, clearly. Um, But again that frustrates me Again you read in Private Eye You know a year ago Jeremy Hunt When he was first appointed They released all the reasons Why he shouldn't be allowed to do it Yeah It doesn't make any difference And we all knew at the time At the very moment That he was appointed We knew exactly what he would do Because Mm he was instructed To do so by News International And then he did it And then he admitted doing it Basically And it's all fine Look I've got the very latest Private Eye Let's see what they're not Going to talk about It's all Levinson Inquiry again Mm-hmm. Um, George Osborne's included uh, to see if there's a good one George Osborne was very he, he just denied everything so that was fine then oh that's nice they call Michael Tacona they call, it, uh, they call him uh, D- a Osvaler <laughs> it's clever it's <laughs> clever what they've done there yes anyway there we are so how's Laura? I don't know <laughs> when last did you see her? Oh, we sat next to each other last night. Did you? Was yes. awkward, awkward it awkward? It was a bit weird. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was doing a jigsaw, so I didn't have to pay too much attention. Did she try and help with the jigsaw? She did. <laughs> I'm going to put this piece. Of... No, no, don't. That's the Honey, floor. that's upside down, honey. <laughs> yes. That's not jigsaw. That's a bit of your poopy. <laughs> Queen, <laughs> I'm going to put it in the hole. No, please don't. I've got to get the dead hole out <laughs> We, we're currently watching through the lovely series White Collar. I've not um, watched it. No one's talked about it before. I Nobody's heard about, about, about it except you. In fact, I think it's your own delusion between <laughs> <you> two <laughs> staring at the snow on the screen. Ooh, it's snow coming. Cool, <laughs> the thief is helping. Um, so um, I've got this great jigsaw. It's someone bought us. It's a, uh, a crossword, a general knowledge crossword as a jigsaw. Oh, God, that but, sounds you know, like the worst so thing So you have, have to world. solve the crossword on the piece of paper in order oh. to be able to put And then the clues you can't get on the piece of paper you get by putting the pieces together. It sounds like a nightmare. It's great. (laughs) I hate that. And she helping? She (laughs) is helping. As best she can. It's so funny though. Obviously, Laura, as a as a as a scientist, is perfectly competent of doing uh, doing a jigsaw. But for some reason, last night she was picking up pieces with nowhere near the right shape and just putting them down like we're not going. No, obviously it can't be this one because it's got three like, outies and like in. She was putting it to the jigsaw, which I was laughing at her. Then she was getting cross with me for laughing at her. Yeah. I think she was having a moment last night. Right. Oh, those ladies. I know what are they like. What are they like? Scientists. They all think they think they are. Yeah, and then and then Nature encourages them by allowing them to publish oh, articles. It's a special sweet I think they call it Nature for ladies. Nature. For, That's with, right. it's like the female. <laughs> <laughs> it's more gossip than anything. Nature yeah. for ladies. Nate her. Ooh. It's Nate her. Nate her. Like, a little pink frilly doily on the page. Ooh, have you heard what? Um, uh, nanoparticles have been up to oh I don't know no, what like Wait, when is she getting her next article published in Nature I have no idea I believe she's starting work on a paper at the moment So about what's it about I can't say you can I can't give us a give it, well, you probably literally can't because you don't yes. understand moment, <laughs> well, that's, that's mostly the issue. I, I can't say <laughs> I have no idea it's try Z to I went to one of the science cafes what she done organized mm-hmm. uh, and it was about uh, creating blood ex outside the body. I forget how to do that in Latin. Mm, um, you. you do. I do. S <laughs> T. And No, I don't, ex vivo. Ex vivo, that's it. Well or, it's or a... indeed in glass, in vitro. Yes, but this isn't in vitro, this is in three D Modlo. Mm. Uh, they're creating blood because obviously you grow blood on your inside. Like, obviously—it's just completely insane that your blood grows inside your bone marrow. Well, clearly, where do you grow your blood? Blood inside your legs, obviously. Inside your hard bits of your legs. That's or right. It seeps it's out. Very, it makes perfect sense. And so they're trying to recreate bone marrow in these three D structures, um, honeycombs. Yes, indeed. And then having uh, blood grow in there, but it turns out it grows very, very slowly blood <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise that's the noise and things. then coming out yes but mm-hmm. it's worked, it, it works. works and so they'll soon they reckon in five years time this should be at a point where they can grow they can develop blood on demand in a useful as, in a useful way right now it's very slow and, and then we won't have to have any blood donation well they, they don't think that it can replace blood donation just because it is so expensive and inefficient compared to just someone's giving a pint of blood which is mm-hmm. cheap uh, cheap way. last than you do that I can't because I'm on antidepressants well stop Okay, (laughs) and you're able to give blood, and that'll make you feel happy and pleased, so that'll be fine. That's true; it'll be enough. But you're only allowed to give blood like once every three months or something, aren't you? Mm. They're very paranoid about it. You feel dizzy for half an hour, and then you're fine, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You're just a bit lightheaded. That's all. I don't see why it should be so infrequently. Giving blood is sometimes prescribed to people because. Um, if you Bloodletting. No, yeah, no, there's, there's oh, yeah. one thing that bloodletting, or well, possibly more than one, but there's definitely one thing that bloodletting actually does cure, and that is if you have too much iron in your body, because your body actually finds it quite difficult to clear out iron, then giving blood is one of the only ways that you can do it. And having too much blood in your body is actually quite poisonous to you. and can, We talked about this before. So, yeah, so if, if you have too much blood no, too much iron give blood and if you have too much blood give blood we talked about this before because I remember exclaiming in horror go on then, do it again I can't believe you've repeated yourself on the podcast right. well, exclaim in horror again uh, yeah. that's the best you're getting out of me are you going what's on? the most offensive thing that you think and actually actually believe um, well you asked about what's the most racist thing that you believe for um the most offensive... What's the most offensive? Well, it depends, because it depends whom I defend. You'd have to ask the person who's no, re- so, yeah. receiving it. I mean, I, I was intimating that I suddenly realised that I had a certain internalised um, sexism, in a way, uh, which I'm not sure affected me directly. But I sudden, it, it, and it wasn't a specifically logical argument that had in my brain. Mm-hmm. But I suddenly was... I was watching television, and I saw a, a male government minister speaking... And then I saw a female was speaking, and then I, said, and I suddenly realised that my brain still saw masculinity as the default. Okay. And that and the women were kind of equal, but they were the supplementary kind in of thing. In politics or in general? Just, just the, 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 the masculine was the kind of, the, the default sex, which I suppose it's not necessarily sex in the sense that I wasn't thinking of it was supreme, but I, I suppose cause you, it, it, it's, it's more egocentric. Because anything right. that's like you is more is the default. Because of course you're the central of the mm-hmm. world, and I felt more like that. But then I had to. It was good to consciously realise I felt like that, and then force myself to realise. No, actually, we're uh, the you know the, mm. the, the 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 female template is the default, and the masculine one is the kind of the droney adjunct, which that's is the truth true, of the matter. Indeed, oh, so, dual chromosome. Yes, exactly. So we we are the um, the, the the unnecessary. This is words. a very sexist podcast, isn't it? It's just two men. Mm, it is no quality here. Well, next time I suspect you'll have a sex change and then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? I don't know. Why not? Because... Others have done it perfectly successfully. I'm not exactly a beautiful vision of a man. Oh, really? So you're telling me that... And only so beautiful people no, can no, be no. become women? No, what I'm Is saying... Is that what you're saying? I'm not transphobic, awful, harridan. Listen, hmm? I'm not sure that I would want to subject someone to me this with this hairy in fact with boobies But if you talk I think right, it would just, ah hopefully it boobies would are good what's wrong with boobies oh, I do love boobies exactly and you've got a good start there already most people oh have to shut take, up most people have to take hormones <laughs> you're mean and you could take hormones and get rid of the hair and keep the boobies that might be a good thing to do I don't want you want to be a lady I like being a man now do you want to chop off your winky no I like I think it would scoop it out <laughs> scoop it out turn it inside out is actually what you do well, I don't have to scoop some some of it out. And so but it's very clever how they, they turn it inside out to make a kind of pseudo-vagina out of it. It's very clever. I don't think I would... I whatsoever. don't want to do that, because I don't really feel the need. I don't think it's necessary. I don't. It's th- the bottom of your tray. I don't believe <laughs> myself to be female, so I, I'm, I'm happy to stay male, really. Are you? For, for, the, for the short well, the term. Well, I'm then not the, making any long-term commitment. But then this podcast remains deeply sexist. That's true. And I'm certainly, after just having a mildly invasive process uh, at, at a hospital this week. I certainly don't want to go through anything more invasive than that, so it has to be you. How about if they had to put a uh, camera up your winky hole? That's a possibility. That might happen to you one day. I don't think they've got cameras that will do that. They have. To, they sometimes have to put tubes up your winky they hole. They do have to, yes. And I, I think I'd just rather die. <laughs> <No, you laughs> that would be the point i think 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 I think the... Um, it used to be, before we had antibiotics, the, uh, one of the ways that they tried to cure gonorrhea was they literally had to scrape out the urethra mm. to get rid of the um, pathogens in there. So they put a little thing in, a little little tube in, and then it would have like a little umbrella that would open and would... Squ- like that bad fish? A little umbrella that would open and it would scrape. Squ- Graze a, up the tube. There's an Amazonian fishy that swims up your, your penis hole mm. and then goes like an umbrella so you can't get it back out again. That's clever. It's very clever. The penis fish. Again, I would just stab myself in the heart. at point. I don't care how treatable it is. I don't want the treatment, thanks. Well, what have you just said? Put me to sleep and when it's all better, wake me up. You could do that. That would, that would be okay, I suppose. Yes. But okay. no, I can't imagine I'd be happy about having... That sort of thing done whilst I was conscious of it. Even if I, Aww. even if I didn't necessarily feel it, I wouldn't want to know what was going on. I still very much regret that I wasn't able to remain conscious for my appendicit- append- append- appendectomy. That's the one I'm after. Um, because there's no reason to be out for that. They just need to numb your stomach and groin area and you're fine. Well, I, I had. Although I, being I was numb out for mine as well. Being numb in your groin would be the like stranger sensation. That would probably be quite Well, la- ladies who, ha- who are given epidurals... This is true. numb in their groins. That's and true. And mm-hmm. their legs and so. Yeah. So, yes, I don't see why that would be a problem. In a, obviously, the initial incision would be quite creepy. Uh, but then I've, I've observed operations before, and the initial inc- the initial incision I of someone else I, is I think you have creepy. to be very, very relaxed and no movement at all yeah, so they, they that would prefer just to too. keep you out of the way especially as you would still of course sense pressure even if you couldn't feel the yeah, pace exactly. yeah. and, they, and they don't want to have to faff about no indeed, I know they wouldn't let you but it would still have been interesting to observe mm. yeah, uh, have you observed any operations? well only the ones where one has a peek on the on the telly or whatever, oh, okay. but I, so I think I've not actually watched a live well and of course I've seen yes I've seen a caesarean section mm-hmm. to a degree have you, I did, did I talk about the hip replacement I watched? I yes. feel like I may have talked about that a long time ago. Yes, you did. Um, so that was interesting. Have you seen anything more gory than that? No, the hip replacement was the only human operation I've observed. That was when I was doing my work experience in, in a hospital. Uh, we have to tell everybody Roddy, that... Um, Minnie is now no longer with her. Minnie yes, used, to, used, so to, she, she used to purr on the podcast sometimes. That's sometime. true. Remember those uh, people... cry is no longer. Just just a few... A month or two ago, I think she was on the mm-hmm. podcast whinging. Mm-hmm. She, she's, she is now no longer available to this world. So, everybody... She's been cancelled. Have a have a moment's silence for little Minnie. Done. There we go. I'm sorry about that. Mm-hmm. How's Finch doing? Finch is okay. She... Um, She's hopping on our bed now, which she never used to do. Interesting. Um, Looking and for a more compa- the companionship. Yeah, she seems to be a little bit more bolshy for the companionship, where she was quite flighty before. But she's young as Finch, isn't she? Yeah, she's got six or so yes. now. As many was a good 16. Yes, exactly. The exactly. I mean, right age, I think, to live to for a cat. It's yeah. sad when they get older than that. When I mean, you see 18-year-old cats and they're just Yeah, cats. well, exactly. well our, 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 we, you know, we decided there would be no heroics. We're not going to... Because we realised that keeping her alive at that point would, frankly, be our own... Cowardice or egotism. So he said, "No, mm-hmm. that's it, um, and perfectly, perfectly civilized and easy." Um, and there we are. Have you uh, had thoughts about Dexter's? What, what about? What about him? Do- oh no, that no, he's silly. he's 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 immortal. I've yes, about yeah. Frit. But oh. as I as I expressed to you on the phone, when uh, I phoned you after Minnie died, um, if he to console you from your desperation as you were trying to make me watch Victoria Wood, yeah. Um, that uh, the one downside of Dexter's being immortal is that I'll never have him as a ghost. No. No, you won't. And that makes me a bit sad. It does, but he will have you as a ghost. That's true. I'll be able to haunt Dexter. Has he done anything stupid of late? Of every day. My favourite yes. stupid thing he does. Um, actually, I'm going to write about this for my next column in the Cat magazine, so I shouldn't give the whole game away. <laughs> you can give um, a taster. But um, Although, uh, to be honest, I think the Venn diagram is very <laughs> safe, <right? laughs> Yes, how many of our listeners are 80-year-olds? Yes, um, so he, uh, he, he's learned this behaviour where he flops over on his side on the dining room table while we're eating. Mm-hmm. Because one time he did that and it was so cute we gave him a little bit of food off the plate. Oh dear. One time about eight months ago. Mm. Now every day he jumps up on the table which Laura didn't want him to do and I overruled because it's, we have a huge dining room table and it obviously doesn't come near the plates and then it's fine. Mm-hmm. He's our friend. So he flops over on his side and lies there. Right. Like he's dead And it's Oh he's so cute He's so
1: adorable He does
0: it every time But sometimes they will Flop over <laughs> On the edge of the table And just go Whee On the side And that is always Hilarious that, That's the one thing That the cat's Unique selling point Is supposed to be They have a sense Of that's coordination right. yes, and actually, yes. Not my one Idiot <laughs> Oh well He's splendid You're going to Put up with him Until you die That's true That's the end Of this That's podcast. enough of this sorry about the echo yes. please do send us an email to podcast at rumdoings.com and in fact in the next episode we shall be reading out a splendid email that we received yep. uh, last week and also tweet us at rumdoings and more importantly log into to the vile iTunes Ugh. and give, us a, give there. us a review it seems to be what happens these days with the youth that's right, and if you're a part of a major podcast network and you want to pay us to record this, and get in touch, obviously, mm, and exactly. we can sell out. I don't know how major podcast networks make money, though. Uh, it's very up. well. Maximum Fun has the Max Fun Drive, where they try to yeah, get I know. To commit then, to and paying then a monthly. Two thirds of each podcast is done begging for people oh, to come no. on it. We'll never do that. Well, the I think to defend my brother, my brother and me. I don't listen to Hate any it. other. I know you don't like it, but I love. I love it, and. Um, that when they do the max fun drive they record an extra 20 minutes on the episode to make up for the fact that they're mm. plugging for 20 which I think is very generous of them yeah so that's good okay goodbye Thanks. everybody lovely to see you don't be so sexist bye, bye.